Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Julie here, and I'm living my best life right now, guys. I woke up at 1030 this morning. What an actual F. I have no idea how that happened, but apparently Mark tried to talk to me this morning when he was leaving for work and I was just dead to the world. So I'm pumped because I'm sitting on my bed. I have my Christmas lights on. I am sniffing my candle from Bath and Body Works. Leaves scent. If you guys don't know, now you know you got to get on the fall scented candle train. I have my homemade iced coffee in a mason jar with almond milk. I'm so basic right now. Don't even care. I love it so much. And here's the truth. I love to use weekends for planning, not only planning out my week, but kind of taking an inventory of where I'm at in my life, where I want to be and figuring out the discipline and the habits that I need to bridge the gap between where I am currently and where I want to be within the next one, three, five, 10 years. I love to just spend time reflecting and thinking about things that I can improve in my life, things that are going really well and things that frankly, I just want to change. So today I'm really excited to share with you how I plan out my ideal week. Now, I'm a huge fan of planning out a year in advance, three years in advance, five years in advance, but there is so much benefit to planning those out first and foremost, and then breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. And that all comes down to what you do in a week and what you do in your day-to-day life, because it's cool to sit down and plan out your whole entire life and maybe you have a one or three or five year vision of what you want your life to look like down the road. But if you do not implement the habits and the discipline on a daily basis in order to make those things happen, they will not happen. And that's why I'm so excited to sit down and share with you today how to plan out your week for the ultimate success. So the first thing you're going to want to do is just get a blank sheet of paper. This can be your journal. This can be any kind of piece of paper that you want. I did this in my bullet journal just because I like to keep everything all in the same place. This is just a brainstorming session, okay? So light a candle, turn on your Christmas light, drink some coffee, do whatever gets you in that zone. Maybe play some relax and unwind playlists on Spotify and just really get in the zone. Maybe meditate for a few minutes, just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths because this is just your time. This is your time to just chill out and really think about what you want for your life. Before we get into how to plan out your ideal week hour by hour so that you can create the discipline and habits you need in order to make your dreams come to life, we're going to take a step back for a second and look at the bigger picture. So what exactly is your ideal week? What are the non-negotiables? What are those things that you have to do every single day? Maybe you want to do them or you don't, but you have to get them done. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe it is grocery shopping. Maybe it's sleeping. Maybe it's doing all the things that you know you have to get done that you can't really have wiggle room with. And then we're going to sit down and think about the things you want to do. And then next, we're going to think about the habits you want to work on. The first thing I want you to do is just get out a sheet of paper, get out a journal, get out a planner, get out something that makes you feel creative. Like I said, light a candle, 
listen to some slow jams on Spotify and just really get in the zone. The first thing I want you to write down for your ideal week, what are your non-negotiables? Like I said, what are those things that you just have to get done no matter what? So if you have a full-time job, write that down. If you have to work on something else, write that down. If going to the gym is a non-negotiable for you, which I highly recommend, write that down. Cooking dinner, cleaning, grocery shopping, laundry, emails, all the things that you have to do on a day-to-day basis. And if you don't do them, your life is going to go to shambles because you're not going to feel organized. So those are the non-negotiables. You're just going to take a few minutes, write down a bullet list of the things that you have to do every single week. Then in the next section, and this is the fun part, this is where you actually start to make progress in your life and bridge the gap between where you currently are and where you want to be. So this next section, you're going to write down things you want to do. Maybe that is you want to start a podcast, you want to blog, you want to meditate or do yoga or do morning pages or have a morning routine or take a dance class or take some time to plan for your future or meal prep or grow your business or whatever that looks like to you. These are the things that you don't necessarily have to do, but they're the things that you want to do. They're the things that if you incorporated them into your daily routine, you would feel 10% happier on a day-to-day basis because you're doing things that you love and actually are looking forward to doing. Have fun with that one. Write out a huge list. Again, this is not filtered. This is just you spewing off all the things that you want to do. Of course, you're not going to have time to do every single thing you want to do, but we'll get into that when we're actually creating the hour by hour schedule. But just have fun, brainstorm some ideas and just have fun with it. No filter, no shame. Write down every little thing your heart desires to do. The last part of this before we move on to the ideal weekly planner, what are the habits that you need to work on? So based on everything you wrote down from your ideal week and the things you want to do, what are the habits that you can improve on? I like to do this every single week. usually on a Sunday, I reflect on the previous week and I ask myself, okay, what went well this week and what can I improve on? So in this section, what are the habits that you need to start creating in your daily life in order to bring the shit that you want to do to life? So maybe that is you're trying to lose weight. So you know that in order to do that, you need to work on meal prepping and sticking to scheduled meal times. Maybe you even need to plan out your whole entire week's worth of meals so that you're not scrambling for ideas last minute. Maybe you find that you're very distracted by your phone. So you want to turn off text notifications and answer one time per day and turn off all the notifications for email and social media on your phone and also have designated times where you check those every single day. Or maybe you created a budget and you want to stick to that budget. So you have the budget out on your fridge and that is something that you want to mindfully practice every single week. So that's the first part of this exercise. That was the fun brainstorming section. So you have your ideal week. Number one, what are your non-negotiables? The things that you have to do on a daily basis. Number two, what are the things that you want to do that if you incorporated them, it would move you closer to where you ultimately want to be one, three, five years from now. And side note, it's important to know what you want one, three, and five years from now. It doesn't have to be what actually happens in your life, but you want a big picture of what you would like your life to look like in order to know the things you want to do today to lead you there. And last but not least, the habits that you want to work on in order to make 
this ideal week as we're going to plan out in a second go as smoothly as possible. So the next thing you're going to do, I'm going to give you a worksheet that you can print out. It's not something I created, but it's something that I use on a weekly basis. I will link to it in the show notes, but it's created by a woman named Lavendaire. That's her YouTube name. She's really good at organizing and goal setting and planning. Has a lot of helpful videos about that if you want to look it up, but I will leave the link to this ideal week planner in your show notes because it's a really cool way to plan your week hour by hour so that your whole entire week is filled with things that you want to do, things like downtime and things that will ultimately move you closer to your goals. So the first thing you're going to do in this ideal week planner is put in your non-negotiables. You have this hour by hour laid out. So the first thing is going to be if you know you work nine to five, you block out nine to five Monday through Friday. And then whatever else you put in your non-negotiables. So maybe it's other work that you have to do for clients or you are going to the gym, plan those out in your weekly planner as well. Something else that I like to do in terms of my non-negotiables is planning a bedtime. In my ideal week planner, I have 10 p.m. bedtime, which means I'm in bed and reading by 10 p.m. I have no phones, I have no screens, and I know that at 10 p.m., come hell or hot water, your girl's gonna be in bed and hopefully sometime before that as well. And I also like to plan my wake-up time. So I wake up at 6.45 every day and usually I wake up before that to be honest which is great because then I feel like I have even more freedom and flexibility in the morning before I have to go to work. But that is the ultimate latest I can wake up to get all the things done that I want to get done. So now that you've scheduled in your non-negotiables, your work schedule, your gym schedule, the times you want to wake up and go to sleep, next you're going to schedule in the things you want to do. So what are the things that are going to bring you closer to your goals? Maybe on a Saturday, that is when you grocery shop, you clean the apartment, you finish your laundry, and you do all of that between 9 and 12 so that you have the rest of the weekend to kind of relax, chill, do your thing. Another thing I really love to include in the things I want to do is self-care because when we pack our weekly schedule hour by hour, we are so tempted to fill it to the brim and then that leaves us no wiggle room. So inevitably, you're just setting yourself up to fail because you have no time between each task. So I want you to just think in terms of that you are going to need some transition time between tasks. So you're not just realistically going to go from working nine to five immediately at 5.01, you're going to be working out. It's like, no, you have some driving time in there. So schedule five to 5.30, eating, driving to the gym, whatever, because realistically, that's what it's going to take. And when you schedule that in, you don't feel guilty and feel like you're falling behind schedule because you weren't able to start working out right at 5.01, like it's on your schedules. I like to put in some self-care time that's at 9 p.m. I stretch, I read, I chill, I wind down, relax before my 10 p.m. bedtime. And same thing with Friday mornings before I go to work because I work at my full-time job 11 to 7. On Friday mornings, I don't have anything scheduled for 9 to 11 like I usually do because that is my time to relax. That's my time to plan for the future. That's my time to light a candle, meditate, just chill. So I want you guys just to sit down with this ideal week planner, this hour by hour planner and have fun with it. Schedule in your business, schedule in your full-time job, schedule in your self-care, your workouts, home care, things that you need to do around the house because all of that, if you can stick to this schedule over time, you're going to be one step closer to where you need to be. Next, I'm just going to give you kind of a rough draft of what my schedule looks like. This is my first week trying it out and I really, really enjoyed doing this because I found that discipline equals freedom. Because I created this discipline in my schedule, I could actually relax during my relaxation times and not feel guilty about it because I know a lot of us high achievers, people who have big goals and people who love to hustle, we never stop. And when we do stop, we feel guilty because we're relaxing and we feel like, oh my God, 
God, I should be making progress. I should be doing something that's very important for my future right now. But when you trust and you're focused during those hours that you've blocked off, then you can relax knowing that you've done what you needed to do. And now is your time to chill, rejuvenate yourself, and you can go into the next task with energy. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of an insight into what my schedule looks like just to give you some ideas maybe that you can put into your schedule. So I want to start with Saturday because Saturday is the day that I like to use to set myself up for the following week. From 8 to 12, I work out, I grocery shop, I clean the whole apartment top to bottom because I love having a clean space. My apartment is my sacred space. If it's dirty, I feel unorganized, I feel messy, I just feel like my brain is cluttered when my space is cluttered. So I like to clean the apartment and take the Saturday, put on a podcast, light some candles, have fun, dance around my apartment and clean it from top to bottom. And during this time, I also finish laundry. So that's from eight to 12. That's a four hour chunk of time that I know if I'm not dicking around and just scrolling on Instagram instead of cleaning, I can take those four hours on a Saturday morning, beast it out, and then I can enjoy the rest of the weekend and I'll already be set up for the week ahead. Then Saturday, Mark and I usually have date night. So after I'm done cleaning and I I've already worked out, then usually I'll just chill and get ready for date night or I'll do some work for my clients in between that time. Now on Sunday, Sunday is my planning day. Sunday is the day since everything is done in the house on Saturday. That's when I like to set myself up for success for the following week in terms of my goals. Mark and I have a meeting with each other every single Sunday about what went well the previous week and what we can improve on and we hold each other accountable. So Mark is my biggest accountability buddy and I love him so much and we plan goals for the week ahead too. And if one of us doesn't reach those goals, then we know that we need to step our shit up and level up sister so it's good if you can schedule a meeting with somebody maybe on a Sunday one of your friends or your boyfriend or your husband or whoever that you can say hey here's what I want to achieve this upcoming week and then the following Sunday you guys meet talk about what went well talk about what you can improve on and then just ultimately keep doing that and keep becoming better and then on Sunday is when I like to do a lot of the work for my clients since I do work full-time during the week so Sunday I will take a chunk of four or five hours to record podcasts I will will work for my clients. I'll create their plans, their meal plans, their fitness plans. I will do all of that. So that's set up and ready for the week. And then that's when I usually have a lot of the majority of my calls Sunday evening with my clients for the upcoming week. Now my schedule Monday through Friday looks pretty much the same, except there are different time blocks. So I'll explain what I mean. Monday through Friday, like I said, I wake up at 6.45 a.m. That's the latest. Usually I'm up by 5.30ish because that's when Mark wakes up to start going to work. So from 6.45 to 7.30, I'll drink my coffee, I'll meditate, and I'll do morning pages. Morning pages is just three pages of freehand writing where I'll write out all of my dreams, all of my goals, anything, maybe dreams I had the previous night, actual dreams, (laughs) and just get all of the stuff that's in my head down onto paper. And I find that when I'm able to purge all of my thoughts, I can clear my head and clear everything that's going on in my life before the day starts. Same thing with meditation. That's the reason I meditate because it grounds me and it centers me heading into my day. I do not touch my phone until after my workout. The only thing that I do on my phone during my workout is go to Spotify because like I said, I don't want to start my day in a reactive state seeing everybody's posts on social media or checking my emails because that is just affecting my energy when I want to create my own energy. I want to create my own happiness and then that way once I check my emails, once I check social media, I can be proactive because I'm in a better state of mind than just being reactive and looking at it first thing in the morning 
morning and letting those things run my day. From 7.30 to 8.45, I work out. So each day is planned. Monday, I do upper body. Tuesday, I do lower body. Wednesday, I do cardio. Thursday, I do upper body. Friday, I do lower body. And then that repeats every single week. It could change based on the day, based on if I'm working out with my friends or if I'm just working out on my own. But 7.30 to 8.45 is my workout time. Then from 8.45 till 9, I shower. I kind of get ready for the day. And from 9 to 10.30 is my work time before I actually go into my physical job. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I work on my marketing job. On Tuesday and Thursday, I do writing or I work on a new program that I'm creating for my own personal Health Nut Julie business. This is also the time where if I haven't done my podcast throughout the week, I will upload the podcast, but I try to get all of them pre-recorded on the weekend so that I don't have to worry about it during the week and I can just post about it on social media and say, hey y'all, I just posted a podcast, go listen to it. But yeah, that's from 9 to 10.30. I'm just doing something to enhance my future and to work towards the goals that I really want to be doing. And to be honest, before I actually had that 9 to 10 30 hour blocked out of focused time I would just work here and there I would be sporadic I would be switching my brain between tasks which is why I started time blocking because if I know okay I am writing and working on my new program from 9 to 10 30 I will literally set a timer from 9 to 10 30 and I do not check my phone I don't check my emails I don't do anything else besides the task that's at hand and just by doing that a couple hours a week I'm so much farther ahead in my business I'm so much more productive than I ever was just kind of winging it. So that's why I love this schedule because discipline really does create freedom. Just by doing this for a few hours each week, I really truly feel like I'm making progress towards my goals in my business as opposed to always being reactive and always just saying, oh, I should post on social media or I should be writing right now or I should be doing these arbitrary things and then never actually getting anything done. And then like I said, you want to create some buffer time in there. You know you're going to be having to get ready for work. You know you're going to be driving. You know you're going to be doing all those things. So at 10.30, I have get ready and eat. So this is when I listen to a podcast while I'm doing my makeup and my hair and I'm eating and then I have to be at work at 11 and thank God I work three minutes from my apartment. So it doesn't take me that long to drive. Then I work from 11 to 7. Then at 7.15, I'm usually home. I'm making dinner. 8 to 8.30 is when I do my social media posting. 8.30 to 8.45, I just do a clean of the whole apartment before I go to bed so I don't wake up with a bunch of dishes in the sink because I hate that. And then at 9 p.m. is when I'm stretching, I'm reading, I'm chilling, I'm winding down, I'm relaxing. And 10 p.m. is my bedtime. So that's pretty much just a rundown of my Monday through Friday. Obviously, things are going to change. Sometimes I have to go to a dance class or do a workout class at night. So my nighttime routine kind of changes. But the most important thing for me is the hours I have in the morning when I'm waking up when I'm meditating, when I'm doing my morning pages, because those are the things that if I don't schedule them in, I can easily just wake up, be reactive, go right into my day, check my social media, do all this stuff and feel like I'm constantly falling behind. And when you don't take the time to schedule in the things that you want to do, like meditating or doing your morning pages or working on your business, that is why from year to year, you keep looking back and you're in the same place. You're in the same job that you're unhappy with because you never scheduled in the time to be proactive towards reaching your goals and dreams. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I will link to the ideal week planner so you guys can print it out and follow along as you're listening to this episode. You can always, always find the show notes at juliebuer.com slash podcast and then just go to the podcast episode for this particular episode, which will have all of the notes, all of the links to the things that
that I talk about so that you can keep improving and building and designing your life because I truly believe that you have the power to design your life the way you want to live it. And right now it might be crazy because you might be working a full-time job and you're trying to have a six pack or you're trying to build a business or you're trying to have a family and do all this stuff and there will be times in your life where your schedule is jam fucking packed. But that is because you know that you do this for a year, two years, three years, however long it takes. And then a couple years from now down the road, you will ultimately have the freedom in your schedule. So discipline creates freedom. When you're disciplined with your finances, when you're disciplined with your diet, when you're disciplined with your schedule, that is ultimately how you create freedom when you are living in the body and the life that you want. So I hope this was helpful to you. If it is, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at healthnutjulie. I would love to see that you're listening to this and please, please leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from having a more disciplined schedule. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.